Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Casey Chiropults podcast. Today, we are talking about setting fees. So welcome to the Casey Chiropults podcast. I'm Dr. Michael Perush. I'm your host, and I'm joined by my guest host, Dr. Troy Fox. Hello, Dr. Troy. Well, hello. We're talking about a juicy topic today. Juicy topic. Yeah. Setting your fees. You know, this is this is kind of an interesting subject. It's not something that uh, we see too much about, I don't think, in, in the profession. As if it was kind of an arbitrary thing to just sit down and say, well, you know, I want to get paid this much for an adjustment. So I'm going to mm-hmm. set my fee there. It's actually a little bit more science to it than just that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, you've you've got a number one. Buy a code book. Buy a code book. Every year, you you should buy a code book. I'm amazed at how many doctors don't buy a code book. Mm -hmm. You got to have the code book. And in that code book is uh, for each service in there, for each CPT code, there is an RVU listed. And that RVU is the relative value unit. And that gives you an idea of where pricing should be set. So really, when it comes down to it, your your reimbursed fees from insurance and so forth it's kind of set by the insurance industry mm-hmm. with those RVUs so you want to make sure that you're within the guidelines of those RVUs but we don't just have insurance patients in our practices right right we also have another kind of patient called a drum roll please cash patient yeah which everybody wants more and more of so we've got to make sure that we set our fees in a position that will attract those cash patients into the mm-hmm. clinic. And, you know, many years ago, we used to, and we all did this, we set our fees based on what was our highest paying reimburser. And that mm-hmm. was typically PI, mm-hmm. or it might've been Blue Cross. So we set our fees pretty high because we didn't really worry about our our cash patients because there really weren't that many. And those that came in and we're paying cash. They obviously wanted to or needed to and and didn't really think much about paying a little bit higher fee. But today, you've got, I mean, literally almost everybody, in my opinion, is 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 cash, at least at some point. Number one, mm-hmm. deductibles are huge. Yeah. I don't know about you, Troy, but I've got a I've got a ten thousand dollar deductible. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, so Go into the chiropractor. I'm never going to meet my deductible, so I'm I'm a no. cash patient. Plus, we yeah. have we have uh, you know this this newer thing. It's not new, but newer called medical necessity. And yeah. what we've learned is that the wellness adjustment is not considered medically necessary, and so mm-hmm. therefore not reimbursed by most insurers. Right. And that, that creates, you know, there, there's so many rabbit holes we could go down <laughs> Tons. on this topic because we hear all the time docs complaining about, well, this guy doesn't charge enough. This guy charges too much. You know, it, everybody's got their opinion on how you should charge, but you nailed it on the head. The RVUs really kind of put it in place. And quite frankly, looking at our cash patients, we need to make sure that we are reasonable because if you end up with more and more of a cash practice, your overhead tends to go down. And so right. your profit margin tends to go up, even though you're maybe billing a little bit less for that same treatment. And that's really when you run a practice, the bottom line is what am I making, not what am I what am I billing for an adjustment? Right. And I think that's something that sometimes we lose sight of when we set our fees. Mm-hmm. You know, we get 
<clears throat> all excited that we're on Blue Cross, for example, or or a PI case is going to pay us big bucks for an adjustment seven years from now. Mm-hmm. And we we get all excited about making that big that big bank for those services. Right. And we lose sight of the fact that that's going to price the cash patient out of the market. Yeah. You're, you're pricing things based on just a few patients a year. Yeah. And maybe you have a bigger PI practice, but if you're just running an average practice, you're seeing, you know, a few PI cases here and there, it's not constant for you and you have a lot of cash patients. And so all of a sudden you price them out of the market. Right. And especially in the economy that we're in right now, where people are kind of counting their pennies because, you know, eggs are four or five bucks a dozen. So, you know, people are counting their pennies. And if they still look at your service, which they should as a a valuable service that they want to utilize, it needs to be within a price range that they go. Because we've all looked at something. How many of us have seen something come across our Facebook page? And it's I, I saw one the other day. It was a thing that you sear steaks with. And I thought, oh, that'd be kind of cool to have outside. And then I looked at the price on it and I went, yeah, I could probably sear a steak in a cast iron skillet for a lot less. It just wasn't, for me, it wasn't appealing when I looked at the price. And I had an idea in my head when I opened it, if it were at this price, it might be reasonable and appealing. And so I think our cash patients do the same thing. They Mm -hmm. have, and a lot of cash patients have a pretty good idea of what other chiropractors charge. They've got a family member, a friend or whatever. So they have, they have a pretty good feel for what chiropractors charge as well. So we need to be within that range. Sometimes we need to know what other folks in our area are charging as well, because demographically it matters. Well, it does. And you should know what your competition's doing anyway, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, it does matter. And, you know, if you're, if you're trying to figure out where to set your fees, I personally, I think the first place to look at is your write-offs. Are your write-offs really, really high? If so, your fees may be too high and you may be pushing the cash patient out of your practice. Or if your wellness visits are really, really low, then you may be pushing that wellness or cash-based patient out of the practice because your fees might be too high. So look at your your fees relative to yes relative to your your highest reimbursing insurance companies but also be sensitive to the fact that you've got cash patients in the practice. And so you know even though let, let's say an insurance company pays you $60 for an exam um is setting that fee at 100 is that a good idea? Well, mm-hmm. maybe not because right. you know, number one, you're going to write off 40% of that because the insurance company is only going to pay you 60 mm-hmm. and you're not going to get any more than that. And you're penalizing your cash patients at a hundred dollars because now they're paying 40% more than what the insurance patient is paying. So you got to really work to find that balance. So somebody that's listening to this right now, speak to this for just a minute we're talking about this, we're talking about setting a cash fee and we're talking about, okay, maybe your overhead's a little bit lower. How do we determine where that cash fee should be set? So for me, you know, my practice is mainly cash. And so for me, I may look at it a little bit differently or maybe I don't. So speak to that just briefly. How how if I came to you and I said, hey, Mike, I'm trying to figure out how to set my cash prices for my patients. How do I figure out what's reasonable for that and that I'm still making a profit off of, off of that patient visit? 
Yeah, it's a great question. There's really kind of a multifaceted answer to it. Number one, if you take insurance, you need to do an insurance reimbursement analysis. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the beginning of the year is a great time to do that because the fee schedules have just changed and so forth. So, you know, do a deep dive on your insurance reimbursement and, and, and analyze what you're actually getting paid and analyze what the patient is actually out of pocket. I'm going to tell you on on some of the insurance companies, it's going to shock you. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we did this one year and and realized we we were only getting eight dollars from an insurance company, eight dollars for a visit. Mm-hmm. I mean that yeah. that's ridiculous. Why why are we going to all the trouble of maintaining that plan and and that that particular plan requested records all the time, you know, and so. It, they they were very costly to be a provider for, and yet we weren't making any money. So we kicked that one yeah. to the curb. You're probably burning $10 yeah. per pay per, per visit just to try to keep up with it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And so you got to look at the the reimbursement and doing an, anal- an, an analysis on that aspect. And then you also have to kind of have a field just for your general patients. What does it seem like your, your wellness patients, for example, can you find the sweet spot where, where are they, you know, where are they comfortable? And I can tell you, it's probably when you move a patient from insurance reimbursement into wellness and insurance is no longer covering, then those patients that are staying in care are staying in care in part because where you have that fee set is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And it, the 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 clue is or the cue is it, it needs to be relative to what their out of pocket was with the insurance company. Mm-hmm. So and there's there's kind of this expansive complicated formula to figure that out, but it at least put it in your mind to start thinking about that. What what are my patients paying out of pocket on both insurance when we're billing insurance, and what are they paying out of pocket when we're not billing insurance? And that's kind of how you find that sweet spot in there. And think about if it were you, what what would you be able to absorb and what would you be willing to absorb moving from insurance to cash? So put yourself in their shoes for a minute. Sure. And then once <clears throat> you're comfortable with it and you see that patients are comfortable with it as well, which I talk to my patients a lot. I, I know what works for them. Yep. And so for <clears throat> me, I feel very comfortable making that wellness recommendation based off the fact that a majority of my patients are very comfortable with my pricing. And they're very comfortable with understanding what it's going to cost them, say, for a year, a year's worth of care. If they came in once a month, once every three weeks, once every two weeks, whatever that whatever that wellness plan may look like, they're comfortable with that as well. And kind of like we talked about right before the show, we talked a little bit about patients knowing what their cost is up front. That's a very it's a very big thing. It's very important. And, and really, quite frankly, the fact that we've been forced into giving a cost estimate to our cash patients actually is a benefit to us as chiropractors because it puts us Absolutely. in a position where it holds us to the fire to actually do that step. And our patients actually appreciate it. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. And and there's kind of one last component with setting fees. Actually, I've got two things to say here, but number one, You've got to make sure that you've got your fees set to where you're making a profit. So you have to understand your your business expenses and what you have to make to cover that overhead and put a nice profit in your pocket as well. Unless, mm-hmm. of course, you're a 501c3, which probably 99.99999% of 
the people listening are not. So you are a for-profit business. So make sure you're turning a profit. The the last thing I want to say about setting fees, and I, I see some people doing this and actually I see some websites and some some docs on Facebook and, and social media putting this out there and they're setting their fees based on age. Mm, so for example, yeah. I saw one the other day, uh, doctor posted on his website that uh, if you're 65 years or older, it was, it was $20 cheaper than if you were 55. Mm. So you got to be careful. You've got to be careful. A, that, that creates, creates all kinds of problems. problems. Yeah. And we could go in depth in that, but I think you guys can figure that one out that you're, you're yeah. running into <laughs> a real enticement situation at that point. That's a whole nother podcast and, right and, there. And you're running into a dual fee schedule when you start changing things up like yeah. that. So, so yeah, pl- play the game right. Patients love chiropractic care. The pandemic proved to us that we've ticked up on the totem pole of healthcare. You don't have to set your fees low. But you also don't want to set them too high. Mm-hmm. Troy, any last thoughts? I would say that if you need help with this, because sometimes that's a bit overwhelming and some of us aren't numbers people. Some of us are like, man, I just want to see patients and I, I, I want to make sure that I'm making money when I'm in practice. But I don't have the first clue as to how to figure out through all of my expenses and money coming in and out and all that. How do I how do I figure out? what it costs me to actually treat a patient in my practice. Yeah. Well, that's where, that's where we come in. So that's what we do. If you're, if you're just kind of up in the air and you're like, you know what, I need somebody to figure this out for me to make sure that I'm not stubbing my own toe. That's where we come into play. And you can, you can jump on the cat's website and it's in the upper right-hand corner. Correct. They can schedule a, uh, they can schedule a breakthrough call And here's the great thing about the breakthrough calls that I absolutely love. This is a no pressure deal. It's like, hey, let us know about your practice. What do you got going on? You know, is there something we can do to help you? It's more of a discussion about where you at, what do you need? And it's kind of like when I go in with a patient for a report of findings, I want to tell them, here's what it costs. Here's how long it's going to take. And here's what our expectation of results may be with you. And that's really kind of what that breakthrough call is. It yeah. gives you a good clear cut picture of what we have to offer and what you may gain out of it. Yep. So go check us out at catsconsultants.com. And uh, I, I just want to thank our our sponsor, uh, Dr. Andrew Barlow at the uh, Barlow Brain and Body uh, Institute. Those guys are doing some amazing brain-based therapies over there. So if you've ever thought about adding brain-based therapies, go check them out. BarlowBrainAndBody.com. Awesome people. So, Troy, this is a great and lively conversation, as always, on setting fees. And uh, again, if you guys need help with anything like this, like Troy said, catsconsultants.com. This is what we do. We help doctors run amazingly successful practices. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the KC Chiropults podcast. We'll see you next time. See ya.